0: Welcome back to jump scare i'm betty
1: and i'm Chad. this week we're going to be talking about the craft legacy which is a reboot sequel to the craft
0: okay all right let's do this
1: i know it feels fast but it's nice
0: isn't it to have a family unit come on in to meet the boys they're really excited to meet you how you feeling about school you can meet some new friends
1: i know why the cage bird sings Uh, wow that is super nasty
0: Mm -hmm. all right enough settle down hey it happens to everyone he's made us all cry at one point or another you should come over after school all this this is a ceremony to celebrate you why would you celebrate me because you're out fourth
1: just in time for first period
0: this is all just a little crazy half the battle of having powers is believing you do that's why covens have always been important We need to put a spell on Timmy. We don't want to hurt him though, right?
1: She's right. The number one rule of the craft. If a person is a danger to herself or others, they will be bound. I was starting to get a little worried. Sorry, I was just hanging out with my friends.
0: Ah, we've gone too far. Was this just like some game to you? I feel different. Be careful. A lot of weirdos out here. We are the weirdos, mister. It's a requel.
1: It's a requel. Okay, at this point, I'm just going to exit the podcast. I'm going to go downstairs, get a snack, get something to eat, and uh, I'll talk to you all in a little bit.
0: (laughs) This is my birthday month, so I wanted to choose movies that I hated. That was the first conceptual thought of what movies we were going to do. But then I thought, I'm going to do male movies that I hate and I love. So we did Psycho Gorman. Um, which you loved. Last week, which I loved. Now we're doing uh, this film, the requel to The Craft, which technically is more like the third movie because it was actually a film that came out in 1981, a made for TV movie that I really loved called Midnight Offerings. And that movie is literally the basis for the craft. It I don't think anyone's ever made this connection, not that I know of, online, anywhere, but probably because a lot of people were not alive during that time. Technically, I was-ish alive, but I was definitely not at any age to watch the 1981 movie. I saw it probably f- 10 years ago was the first time that I seen it. And um, we might cover that at a later date. I we've watched it together. I showed it to you, Shad. Right? I've never
1: seen it. I think so. Yeah,
0: I own it, and it's very much like it's a better take on whatever this is—the the, the original, the nineteen ninety six, The Craft. So let's just <laughs> start off by saying a requel. So it's a remake. ...of an original, but it's a second movie. Well, this is
1: kind of like when they did The Thing. And they didn't call it anything else. They just called it The Thing and said it's a prequel, but it was essentially a remake of The Thing. Because that movie was pretty much beat for beat The Thing. They just changed up a few things here and there and then called it a prequel when it was really... It was a remake, but... They just wanted to call it a prequel, so they didn't have to mess with all the remake issues, I guess. But whatever, it was terrible.
0: Well, this is also terrible. I'm going to go right off the bat and give you my rating. It's a negative 20,000 knives. Okay? <laughs> uh, we spent $6 renting, uh, streaming this film, and I want my fucking $6 back. Sorry, we? I paid for this shad paid for it well and we didn't i wasn't aware which account we were using since oh, it was have, mine i paid
1: for this just and it was worth every penny just to hear you rant and rave about it during while it was on
0: <laughs> i almost had a heart attack while i watched the film i really love the 1996 version of the movie um just like many of us do it's a ridiculous movie fine There's been a lot of, you know, it's a teen angst. It's the 90s. That's what it was. And, you know, it just...
1: I never saw anyone try to claim that it was, like, the highest art form.
0: Well, no, because people... Because the whole thing was like, oh, why is everyone so upset the original wasn't even that good or whatever? And it's just like, um... When you've seen all the different things that have happened, like CGI-wise and just from 1996 to now, yeah, it's going to get lost in the thing. It wasn't, at that time, what they did in the film, like with the snakes and all that, that was like, hey, that looks pretty good, you know? Yeah. It looks pretty realistic and good because, you know, this is a time where it's mid-90s. So, I mean, Godzilla, anyone? Like, that's probably, that's like, like the next year when that came out. So... <laughs> let's just hop right in so we're going to go and you know the main character's name in the film is lily lilith
1: oh that that was subtle
0: yeah real subtle and you know she's i'm not gonna go b by b for the movie because i have too much to say i'm just gonna go and take like my different segments She moves into a a house, you know, somewhere different from wherever the hell she was living before with her mom. And they move into a house that has David Duchovny as the dad. That's the only person I'm going to give any credit to. And then also I have some shade to throw to the witch occult consultants, which were fucking bullshit, but whatever. We'll get to that in a second. And And, you know, she moves into this house with the new stepdad and the three stepbrothers, and My first
1: thought was, it was like the Brady Bunch. I thought, oh, are they going to do like an evil Brady Bunch thing where like she moves in? And It would have been great if she had two sisters and then he had the three boys and it could have been like the Brady Bunch witches. That was where I thought it was going to go. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. They're all going to be warlocks. And then they marry the witch family. And then like, I was just picturing the little opening thing, with they're all wearing witch hats for some reason. Wow. Anyhow.
0: No, it was nothing like that. Uh, now I'm going to go right off and I'm just going to say, tell you all the different seeds in the film that literally copied the original film. Because when you do a requel, you don't really need to think that much. Uh, Zoe Lister Jones, who also wrote the screenplay, no fucking thought whatsoever. They were like, eh, we already have this. So I'm just going to pluck what I liked from here and I'm just going to redo it in like a new way. But it's really the same way. If you watch the original film enough times, you're going to be able to pinpoint that's this scene, that's this scene, that's this scene. I mean, it was really bad. It came to the point where it's just like, "What? what is this movie? Because it, almost most of it is just stuff that already happened in the craft.
1: Yeah, if you're going to do a remake, then just call it a remake. Which, is, you know, I just don't understand the whole point of the requel. It's a sequel, but it's a remake. They keep talking about the guys that did Killer Clowns keep talking about they want to do that. And, you know, I I would buy it with the Killer Clowns from Outer Space because it's a silly, ridiculous movie. And if they did something like that that was a little meta about it and said, hey, isn't this kind of like the original? You could get away with it in a horror comedy, you know. But when you're trying to play it straight, it doesn't quite work.
0: No, it doesn't work whatsoever, and also it makes me sad because it says, to me, there's no original thought anymore. Everything is just, I understand the whole point of having a, a sequel or a remake, it's just to get the money. You're just interested in money. You don't care about fans, you don't care about story, you don't care about anything else, you just care about, you just want more money. And you're trying to get that money via nostalgia, and that's what we're doing now, because nostalgia is the hot trend you know of the moments everyone is all about talking about the past and we need the money from all these 30 40 you know year olds from their past that's the money where they're at they have money now so we need it
1: it reminds me of the south park thing with the member berries where they ate the berries and they just said remember star wars yes remember it was great
0: yeah (laughs) remember that (laughs) so there's a scene in the hallway um, later on, when they acquire their po- powers, quotation mark quotation marks, uh, when they acquire their powers, the scene in the hallway is the equivalent scene to when the homeless man gets hit by the car in the original film. It's the whole scene. Like they're trying that person, which is the unwoke guy. Was it Timmy? I don't know. Was that Timmy? His name? That was his name. Timmy. 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 <laughs> He uh, gets flung across the hallway by little 90 pound Lily and everyone believes this this is no one no one thinks hey that's weird she wasn't even basically touching him but now he's flying down the hallway. This is like a football like six plus foot guy. There's no fucking way
1: And this little girl is like not probably barely five feet tall and might weigh a hundred pounds with the backpack she was carrying and somehow she threw this guy and no one thought, Hey, that's weird. No one made that, you know, connection. They just said, okay, yeah, you're fine. You've got to go to detention.
0: Yeah, so that scene, literally that. They all turn to him and collectively within their telekinetic uh, slash telepathic powers are all thinking the same thing at the same time. And hence the, you know, unfortunate thing that happens. Well, not unfortunate, but unfortunate thing that happens to the homeless man slash Timmy in the new film then there's the snake, the big snake on the lawn in this film. There's a snake on the lawn when she arrives, which plays later on to the whole David the Cuffney thing. But we'll get into that. Ooh.
1: It's a snake in the grass.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, get it? Terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she is. She arrives and there's a snake there. Um, in the original film, uh, Sarah's character, when she's just moved into her house, she there's a snake that's a, you know waiting for her, and that's when we see the homeless man um, who you know has a snake and says he she she should respect the snakes. That whole thing with the snakes, they decided to incorporate it in this movie in a poor way. I mean, it was so forced. Uh, the next scene, the light as a feather, stiff as a board scene. I don't you, you know what that is. I don't have to go explain it to you. They also have that scene. Then there's like the slow walk down the cafeteria scene. They have it in the hallway during the during the quote unquote party, which in the original film, the party that Nancy arrives to that she attacks Gate that whole, you know, there's an actual purpose for that. But in this film, there's no purpose for the party. There's no purpose for this whole film, to be honest, but that scene also ripped off from the original. And it's just like, what What was the whole point of this movie? No point, as I just said. Because the whole thing about this movie is the girl lily she gets her period in class and that is literally the major thing in the film now i'm going to say because whoever does like this movie and is listening to this podcast is going to say uh technically that's not the ar- that's not the actual meaning of this film it was about feminism and about how men are always trying to put women down <laughs> stop listening to the podcast now because i have i'm all about girl power yeah 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 But it doesn't need to be shoved down my throat to make a whole movie about it like they did with that remake of Black Christmas and now with this movie, just no, just stop. It's just too much. It, I mean, it didn't make any fucking sense in this film because it was all over the place. There are plot holes galore. I mean, we'll we'll get to the main plot hole. For my part, just I noticed,
1: it feels like there's a lot of things that were cut out of this movie maybe to get it to PG-13. I know there's one scene where they clearly just covered up part of the image, like with a shadow, because one of the characters, they break into some into Timmy's house to steal something from him, and they steal a used condom that's in his room. One of the characters is holding it up in front of them, and I guess they didn't have time to reshoot this to get it a PG-13, so it's literally, you can tell, they just had someone stand in front of it and block it, like a silhouette. It would be like if it was just a projected on the wall and I put my arm in front of that to block it because it looks completely weird and out of place. So there's some strange things that they did in here. And I get the feeling this movie was cut down a lot to get a PG-13 rating just because they wanted to try to get everybody to go see it, which huh, hilariously it came out last year. So no one went to see it in the theaters anyhow.
0: Yeah, the, I feel like COVID just happened just to save people from watching this film in the theater. <laughs> That was the whole point. Conspiracy theorists, unite. Because that was the whole point of this releasing uh, COVID was because of this. Okay. To prevent this from happening. So, that's the main issue the girl gets. Her period. Okay. Which how does she not know her period is coming why is her period that heavy I understand girls have heavy periods you know power to you and I have I you know I'm one who had like terrible cramps at the time you know I guess I could have gone to the doctor to get like prescribed cramp control pills but I, I didn't or that wasn't a thing at then I don't can't even remember it was so long ago <laughs> but you know that is not an issue Why are people making fun of her? It's 2020, let's say it's 2020 in the film or 2019. It's not 1960 fucking guys in the fucking film where we need to make fun of a girl because she gets her period. And they make fun of her the whole movie. To the point where at the party, the main thing at the party that they made fun of in the original was... Uh, Rochelle's character, who was the black girl in the, in the movie, there was a whole thing with her and Christine Taylor's character about the racism. That was the whole main thing of the party when they come in. She gets she gets a little, you know. There's a banter between them. In this film, it's about her period that the the the, the popular, which there isn't any really negative people in the film besides the men, so. There's not any really conflict, but the one of the girls uh, says, "'Oh, you know what's my favorite movie?' And the other oh, girl goes, "'What?' She goes, "'Period, pieces.'" <laughs> gag, 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 terrible. Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? How does this girl not know she's getting her period? Guy, You have, like, you live in a world where there's 5,000 fucking apps that you can get, okay? Free ones. You didn't even have to fucking pay the 99 cents for some of them. They're going to tell you when you're going to have your period. So you're fucking underprepared. Terrible, okay? So let's move on from the whole
1: period thing. Well, can I just say that when I watched the original, like, the first thing I thought of when I saw this was... In the original, all of them had some kind of reason that they were being bullied and picked on.
0: Yes. Bonnie was burned. Nancy was poor. Rochelle was black. And later on, we get introduced to Sarah's character, who she doesn't really get picked on, but she's the new girl. And her mom died and she's suicidal. Like, so she has her own uh, issues. In this one, they
1: all had the same, they could have had the same things, But it was never really mentioned. You never got a sense that any of them had been really been picked on or victimized. They seemed just like they were happy in their own little clique together and no one bothered them.
0: No one bothered them. They all looked very pretty and nice. There was nothing physically wrong with any of them. Now I'm going to add this portion and I'm going to say this with the utmost respect. And, you know, (laughs) they're... The issues, they do mention the issues, but the issues are mentioned between, uh, I believe the girl uh, Tabby is maybe her, n- her real name in real life, the black character, the black girl, and the trans. Uh, there is a trans girl in there. The issues they bring up, they bring up on their own. They're mentioning the issues because I feel they didn't really want to spark any... Twitter craziness or people being upset of other characters in the film making fun of race and of sexuality or preference of sexuality or whatever, however wherever you want to put that, of being a trans uh, person. They didn't want to... They didn't want to deal with that. So they let the characters themselves bring up. Um, the trans says, oh, I don't really get cramps. The black girl says, you know, I'm scared for my brother's life every day. So they bring up those things, but it's never anything that's really addressed, which I feel like if they were going to have quote unquote, and I say this lightly, issues or things that people were going to be bullying them for in school, those would have been the things and they could have addressed that in, in in a positive manner, but they just didn't address it at all. It was there and the characters themselves said something about it, but it was never anything negative towards them. And it shouldn't have been in a way but if you're gonna have that these girls are gonna gain these powers that was the whole thing with the first one they all had something they wanted to either better themselves um they wanted to better themselves they wanted to be accepted or you know whatever and they technically i mean i understand like bonnie's character she was horrifically burned so that's something that she just she could in today's day in world like they uh She could just put makeup on and be beautiful and say, I'm going to live like this and everyone's going to accept me. And that's great. But back then people weren't so accepting. So that's something that she wanted to change for her. And that's fine because that's what that character wanted. Now there's no issue for the girls in this, in this movie whatsoever. The main issue is, you know, and they kind of did this with that when they did that remake of Heather's a few years ago
1: and they made all the characters in it either gay or trans and then they were like they were in charge of the school and they were the most popular people and they were never picked on or any of that and everyone ripped that movie apart because they were like well that's not how it is it was a
0: tv show and yes
1: they're like that's not realistic at all that would never happen and it
0: was too much it was just it it was just like they were checking every single box to make everybody happy and the The community themselves were not happy.
1: They weren't happy with that because it's like, well, that's not realistic. And this, they kind of did their best to avoid it, like I said, just so they wouldn't have to deal with it and maybe have any fallout from it that they didn't like, which I thought that's kind of like, you know, that's like setting a show in the 1960s and having all the characters be around and in the South and no one mentioning any kind of racial issue, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of strange.
0: Uh, Then, you know, you have the whole thing with the powers, They have powers and, you know, they're able to suspend time, which I think they did twice. One of them was for a photo opportunity in the cafeteria. They didn't really use it for anything important. Well, you got to have, be able to take some great selfies. And then Lily took a magical bath, which there was, the way the trailer showed, it showed it like, she, it was the period scene and then she took the bath. So I thought maybe there was something that was going to help her there, but it's totally unrelated. She takes a magical bath for whatever reason. I thought maybe there was going to be glamour. That was going to be the glamour um, thing. Nothing. There's not, no point to the bath whatsoever. And <laughs> um, just, and then they're going to go and they make, the main thing they do is they make Timmy woke. Yep. They woke him up. And he's all about, you know, that whole movement and woke women and, you know, feminism and all that. And he's behind them because he was like, you know, the douche, chauvinistic douchebag of the class.
1: And man, they turned him around quick.
0: Yeah, they sure, they sure did. Um, And, you know, that's like the, the, the whole thing what they make, the whole thing, the big thing they do with their powers. Oh, 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 wait, I forgot. They also put um fucking eyeshadow on and and jewels. They also do that with their powers. Well, you know. But then later on in the film, they get mad because Lily does a love uh spell and they turn on her and say that she's using magic irresponsibly. Bitch, you just use it to put eyeshadow on. Like what the what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Plot hole, like terrible, stupid reason. Um I, I can't even, Timmy, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, Timmy dies in the film. <laughs> Shad said, because <laughs> he was so woke that he could not live with himself. Was yeah, that?
1: He just couldn't live with, the, with the, all the things that men had done in the past. So he was so woke, he just had to die.
0: <laughs> now, let's go on to the major major plot hole of the film okay the major plot hole also there's two things one we find out later on david acufny he's a pagan okay he has a crest and he explains that on the crest are snakes and he explains the whole thing of the snakes and this says you know this is my part of my pagan culture now Uh, Also, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, he's the evil guy in the movie, of course. I said the men were evil from the beginning. He's the main evil guy. He's after Lily's powers. And, you know, that whole thing of like being after her powers and he's evil and he's trying to kill her not a pagan thing okay because pagans are not evil it's hollywood's way of feeding people that witchcraft is evil and you know that whole thing is totally bs you know pagans predate christianity so there's no devil to worship there's no demons there's none of that there's you know uh a uh, a list of deities that they believe in and they all worship nature. And, you know, I would say that whatever was being practiced, this quote unquote magic the girls were doing, I would, it was a mix of Wiccan and Pagan because it kind of had both. They really didn't really do anything. They called corners, but they didn't really worship nature. I didn't really see too much nature on there that they bought. And they used the same effing book, The craft, okay? The book that the girls uh, got in the original film in the bookstore. The girls in the the original film were always going to that fucking bookstore. Yeah, fine, they were stealing, but at least they were freaking getting books, (laughs) okay? These girls have one book. They learn everything they need to know on the one book that they read. Okay, that's another thing of bullshit. The witch consultants for this movie, Aaron Fogel and the Hood Witch, I don't know what they were consulting about because they did a terrible job. I think one was just cleansing the fake magic that was going around on the set so there was no bad juju. That person got mad money to do fucking nothing because I... I can't even. There were, nothing that they did is real. Not even tr- close to actual magic that people practice. And I, I, I doubt they were going to be doing anything. And why would you need to cleanse something if it's all positive magic? Yeah, but a okay. Weird fine Hood witch. she's probably there to just you know consult with the bohemian clothes the girls were wearing and the culture club hats you know because that's a fucking <laughs> trend now we're gonna wear a culture club hat and we're gonna walk around all dressed in black and we're gonna be like you know witches being black we witches bullshit okay that's not what a witch is which is not a witchcraft is not a trend it's an actual religion actual people actually do it not to fucking be trendy and be on instagram with crystals and shit okay so that's my rant about that The whole thing is, guys, blow, mind-blowing, spoiler alert, what, Lily, she's adopted and who's her mom? Nancy Downs, Feruza Volk's character. That is the whole fucking gist of the fucking film right there. And David Duchovny, he knows about it somehow. Unrelated, but I don't know how he knew about it. They never addressed that. And he knows that they worship Mammon, and Mammon is said in the movie one time by him. He knows the deity that they called upon, and he wants those powers for himself because he's a man, and man needs all the powers. Okay, what was it? Uh, in in. And, uh, Power We Rule, what the hell was the stupid saying? Oh, um, I can't remember. The Damn, names. I can't remember his saying, but the mom and Lily, they had, I think, differences as power, even though they didn't address anyone's differences in the film to make it powerful, but fine. That was the whole, the whole model between, you know, the, the she was spewing around the whole film, but... David Duchovny he's a man he's evil even though he's a pagan but pagans are evil now in the movie okay fine and he wants the powers from Lily and therefore that we have to have a whole you know we have to have pagans
1: all the evil people in Sabrina last season too
0: yes another BS and I I like me some Sabrina but that's a whole thing because there's no devil in witchcraft so the whole Sabrina thing is also a misrepresentation of that whole thing so the the whole thing is just a fucking sham. but Sabrina was created what in the 50s so that whole idea is past old ideas that they just bought into and you know it's not nothing you know what's not gonna sell Uh, positive witches that are worshiping nature and doing good things to, you know, better themselves and the world around them, that's not going to sell films or TV shows. Witches, you know, they're dancing with the devil, they're getting naked, they're doing shit like that, that's going to sell because that's something that we're just perpetuating over and over and over again until the, you know, the end of time.
1: Well, if you notice now, like, so many of the movies, any of the characters that are, like, environmentalists and care about the environment... They're the bad guys. The new Godzilla movie, the environmentalists were the bad guys. They wanted Godzilla and the monsters to come out and destroy the Earth so that it could grow and live again without people on it. It uh, What was it? Hobbs and Shaw was an environmentalist. He was going to destroy all the people so he could save the environment. They always make the environmentalists out to be like these crazy people. They want to wipe out all the people so they can just live on an Earth by themselves with just the flowers and the trees, you know?
0: Oh God, the plot hole that I began before I went into another rant. This is, we're just going to call this a witch rant 2021. Um, (laughs) Nancy was not a true witch. So therefore she could not transfer any powers to anyone because she never had powers, which is why she went crazy in the end because the deity that she worshiped misused the powers and he left her. He left her because she had to invoke him. They only said it 29 times in the fucking movie. I invoke thee. I invoke thee. They had to take him in. And the only reason why he even showed up is because of Robin Tunney's character, Sarah. Sarah is the true witch. If anything, the movie should have been about Sarah. Sarah gives birth. She dies just like the mother before her. And she now has a daughter or a son. But, you know, we're gonna make this pro-feminine. So it has to be a daughter. It can't be a son she has a daughter and the daughter is the one that now has to deal with whatever issue she's dealing with not nancy and when did nancy get pregnant she's been in the fucking asylum
1: for 20 years she's still in the asylum here's the thing she's been in the asylum now supposedly since that movie came out say it was 1996 this came out in 2020 she's been there for 24 years but yet she's got a 17 year old daughter Exactly. Seven years into the asylum, she got pregnant.
0: So there was either one, she escaped and had random sex. Because when you escape for your freedom, the first thing you think, I got to get some dick. So she got some dick. She fucking got pregnant. Then she was like, oh, I guess I'm going to get pregnant. Go back to the asylum. Then has her baby there. Then ask the caretaker, can you please take care of my daughter? But don't tell her who I am because I don't want her to know that she has powers because I have powers. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And the caretaker's like, okay, I'm going to do that for you. But she actually believed that she had powers because the mom in this film says that that's why she didn't tell the daughter and that she knew that she was different and that she was gonna have powers. Plot hole. Okay, next. So (laughs) then, so that, that whole thing is bullshit. This whole movie is bullshit. Why would you do that to the character? And to prove for all of you people that are like, that's not true. Robin Tony didn't have the powers. They all had powers. Yes, they did. When Robin Tony completed the fourth and she came into the group, she already had powers pre-entering the high school. She already had powers wherever the fuck she came from. She was already dealing with that. That's why she was mad depressed because she had been doing weird random shit and she couldn't fucking explain it and there was no one to explain it to her. So she had to deal with that. Even the synopsis of the film, which I'm gonna read right now, (laughs) says... After transferring to a Los Angeles high school, Sarah finds that her telekinetic gift appeals to a group of three wannabe witches who happen to be seeking a fourth member for their rituals. I mean, it says it right there, plain as day. She has the gift. The other ones are wannabe witches. So knowing this, Zoe Lister Jones, why the fuck would you make Nancy the mother of this kid? Mic drop. There you go. And there is my whole um rant slash review of the Craft Legacy. Because even with the, even the freaking stupid title of the movie is ridiculous. I can't. Next week I'm gonna do a movie I love, or maybe I'm gonna go for another movie I hate. I don't know. I was trying to you know make it equal love hate love hate. Uh. Why am I going to bring hate to it? It's a, it's a month of love. But who knows? Thank you. it's a month of
1: hate love. Uh, <laughs> I don't go as far down the rabbit hole as you do with the ratings on this. But I will give this uh, a half a knife. Because I can't muster up the courage to stab it any more than that. And I can't muster up... I, I like the original fine, but I wasn't as attached as you are. So I don't have that kind of mad hate towards it. But I don't have that kind of like towards this either. I'm just kind of like... I pull the knife out of the skyward and go, eh. And that's it. That's as far as I can go.
0: Wow. No, I'm not pulling anything out. I, I, I already pulled $6 out of your wallet to watch this. Yeah. That I need was that a back. lot of effort. I too- need that back. you going to need that back? I'm sorry. No refunds. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds. Thank you so much for joining on another episode. And stay tuned to the horror. And now,
1: folks, it's time to say goodnight.